Good morning. Welcome into the Plank Show. It is a Friday, which I got to be honest with you, it's a Friday before a 4th of July holiday. Holiday. Unlike any 4th of July I think I've ever had as a professional radio dude, though I don't think there's anything professional about this. We actually, as a station, for our local shows. By the way, did you make sure DC knew this, Drake, so I don't get in? Okay, thank you. Because if I get that angry text on the 4th of July, it would really ruin my whole week. But no, um, we're taking both Monday and Tuesday off. That's awesome. I'm really excited about it. And by, by, I, I did just realize that it may either A, be a mobile show. Or, are you off next week, Josh Elmer? Are you off the 11th and 12th and 13th? Or no. no. Okay. I may be out the 11th. I have to go speak. I, I know this is some bit. I have to go speak at an event mm, that morning, but we'll figure it all out. Ah, uh, that's going to be fun. Tell the, tell the youngsters about broadcast. <laughs> I, I, was, I was told by the organizer of it, uh, it was going to be an intimate setting. Which, uh, by the way, is code for there's not a lot of people who have signed up for it. So I've got, so I've got that going for me. But no, um, I, I'm really excited. Fourth of July, as I was talking about with Toby, is number one, number one on my depth chart. And, I mean, it's become crazy sneaky good with sports news, right? You go back to, was it, was it the 4th of July in 2015, 2016, when Kevin Durant made his decision? Caleb Williams made his announcement on the 4th of July. Uh, this looks like it's going to be a, an, an insane 4th of July weekend sports news-wise. I mean... It doesn't get much better. It really doesn't. And the the reality of it is, I mean, for my, my personal opinion, I, I don't know how much more you can possibly add that would quote unquote break the internet as far as news in one day than we had literally the moment we said have a great day. It's like literally, where's dirt? We wrap the show. It's like for Josh Elmer, for Pierce on Plank. Everyone have a great. Everyone have a great Thursday, everybody. Enjoy the breaking news. Next, see and, you later. And, and literally packed my equipment up from Cavens. Thanks to Cavens. And by the way, Amanda truly does. She's she's awesome. And that crew over there. I always gig her because she's not a big sports fan, and she's got to deal with some dude yelling and screaming. But they're great people over there. And I and I look forward to my Thursdays. And so I broke down. Got in the car, did the phone call. Hey, what do you need me to get on the way home? Nothing, we're good. And, I mean, it worked out almost perfectly to where it was Steely's opening segment. And I'm driving, and I'm listening, and we just had our big recruiting fight for three hours, thanks to Bill. And the next thing I know, I hear Parker, Parker Thune, perhaps you've heard of him, noon to two on the Steel Man and Thune show, and then two to three locked in. Parker goes, oh, we've got some breaking news here, Steel Man. And I'm not going to lie to you, Josh. Kind of turned the radio knob up a bit, and I expected it to have something to do with recruiting. Because, dude, look at the craziness of recruiting. From when Arch Manning committed, what, a week ago yesterday, eight days ago? It's been crazy. Texas has been on fire. You have the Cole um, Adams news. and you've, I mean, it's just been wild. Oh, you get to commit yesterday. It's been a crazy eight days. So I thought Parker was 
was teasing something along the lines of a recruiting. And then he said, John Wilner. And John Wilner's a West Coast guy. So I'm glued. And then the news of USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten hits. And the fr- I- I'm not even kidding. The first thing I thought of was just how dumb the alliance was. <laughs> and then secondly, I had that same joke in my mind that I'm sure everyone else did, right? How quickly can Lincoln Riley get out of USC so he doesn't have to worry about playing in the Big Ten? Because wasn't part of the reason that everyone made fun of Oklahoma when Lincoln left? Because, well, you know, he went to the SEC and you just chased off one of your coaches. I got to tell you something, man. I don't care how people try to position this or anytime there's breaking news, there's always that faction of people that want to tell you that they had heard things and they had heard rumblings. And I, this one, Josh, this completely came out of left field. I, the timing of it, the immediacy of it. I, did I think that the, eventually we wouldn't be done in conference realignment? Absolutely. I mean, I knew there was going to be something. But that something to me, I don't know. I, I thought it would have something to do with Clemson and Florida State or, or, or maybe Notre Dame. I couldn't imagine USC and UCLA making a jump to the Big Ten. I'm, I'm just – I'm going to be honest with you. And I know there's probably, oh, I saw it coming. Great. Okay, well, you were more ahead of the curve than I am. But, you know, 64 days away from the first full Saturday of college football. And to be honest, then, what's that? Minus 7, 57, 50, 56 days away from the first weekend of college football where there's Pac-12 games. I, I kind of, as dumb as it might sound, kind of thought we might have had a quiet rest of this summer for expansion. I really did. Me problem, right? Way off. So, I'm in shock, honestly, for most of the day yesterday. I have all the same questions everyone else does. 2024, that's a pretty quick turnaround. What does this mean for TV deals? What does this mean for travel? What does this mean for the rest of the Pac-12 and the Big 12? And I threw my poll up right before I went to bed last night that we'll get to coming up in just a bit. And then literally, Josh, an hour after the Pac-12 Big Ten stuff breaks, Kevin Durant requests a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. Durant says, I'm out. And then just nonstop signings (laughs) when the NBA's free agency finally hit in primetime. So we've got a lot of what does this mean questions that we'll try to answer today. I've got several feelers out. I've reached out to my guy, Bobby Carpenter, to see if he can come on and give some Ohio State perspective. Nicole Arbach is like this this unicorn that I've been trying to get on the show for a while, and we'll see if we can make it happen. But I, I'm I got to be honest, I'm still I'm, I'm envious of Steelman and Thune, who got all this dropped in their lap, and then Tyler and Teddy got to talk about it for three hours yesterday. It's somewhat old news, but I don't think whenever we're talking about conference expansion, realignment, however you want to phrase it, I don't think there's a bad time when you have news like this, Josh, to dive into it. You know, I'm not not super surprised by this with USC and UCLA. To the Big Ten? Right, no. Really? No. 
I was ge- blown away. Geography, all of it, it's out the window. It's the fact that the Pac-12 financially was not going to be anywhere close to the Big Ten and the SEC. So when you're a USC or now in this case a UCLA as well, how much longer are you going to tether yourself to a Pac-12 conference that hasn't been able to be additive in the sense that financially it really adds to your footprint and adds to everybody's media rights annual revenues the Pac-12 you look at what some of the forecast were going forward we broke this down a while back sure that the Big Ten and the SEC by the time we got to 2029 2030 and into that next decade they were going to the SEC and Big Ten both top $100 million in annual per school payouts. And meanwhile, the ACC, Pac-12, and Big 12, while these were just projections, were, were going to be making like half of that per school in terms of payouts. So when you exist in that orbit and your USC – and your UCLA, you have the Los Angeles market. I think it's just kind of a matter of time, right, before business people get to talking with the powers that be at a place like USC and UCLA and say, do, do we want to try and play catch up to Ohio State and Michigan and Alabama and Oklahoma and Texas sure. and all these different schools with half of what they're making every single year? College football for – Hopefully half. Right, hopefully (laughs) half. Not even guaranteed in that regard. So I I wasn't surprised that they left for a Big Ten or an SEC or even an ACC or something would have maybe made sense. Geography's out the picture now. It just doesn't matter anymore. You're right. You're right. Their closest road game's 1,500 miles away at Nebraska – I was shocked with how quickly it happened. You know, Oklahoma and Texas, we had a little – it was shocking, right, when Oklahoma and Texas happened, but it didn't just – the accepting of the membership invitations and formally applying for membership, all of that, it took about, what, three, four, five days or whatever it was last summer in July? Sure. This happened in one day. This was like the Tyreek Hill trade. Yeah, oh, just, well, there's some rumors that this could be going on. I've got a report. Hop, boop, it's done. It's done. And they'll be joining in 2024. What? It's like that South Park I, episode. And it's gone. And it's gone. I, I was shocked. I mean, I, I was blown away. I literally was blown away it was the Big Ten. I thought it might be the SEC. I really did. Now, here's a question that has rattled around in my dome because, and for those who don't know, Josh has been uh, as as one of his hustles, his side hustles. He's the site editor for uh, HawkeyeWire.com, which is a big deal. So I'll be curious to pick your brain to see what Iowa fans are thinking of the Big Ten later in the show. But here's, here's my question for the Air Comfort Solutions text line. And I'm going to give my answer to it. And we'll take a break. And I want to get your answer to it. But just a hypothetical, Josh Helmer. If, if you knew something like this was happening, 
and that USC and UCLA were going to the Big Ten. Would you be more confident in your future with Oklahoma and Texas teaming up to go to the Big Ten? Or are you happy that you're are you still happy that you're headed to the SEC? Did I phrase that right? In other words, if you had a DO, a do-over, knowing what you know now, would you have rather landed with the USC? Because I don't think the Big Ten's done. And I don't think the SEC is done, to be no, honest with you. They're not. Neither one getting, is. I think we're getting to 20 for each conference. But that's just – that's me. I'm going to just go ahead and say I, I'm happy for the Big Ten. They're going to make a billion dollars on their TV contract. That's incredible when you think about it. But I'm okay in the SEC. I think it's a better cultural fit. And I know that term is used a lot. But I, I feel I, – I understand that if there was a previous president – that he he might have broke his contract with SEC to race to the Big Ten because of the academic standards. But I, I'm and I'm not saying that that's wrong or right. I'm just that's kind of my perception. I think where we are now, we being Oklahoma, is a good thing. I'm not. I love what's happened in the Big Ten. I think it's cool. I really do. I think it's going to be wild. And I'm shocked that it was UCLA over Oregon. I'm shocked. Agreed. But I I still feel good. And I, I would still rather be where Oklahoma is in the SEC than being team 17 and 18 going to the Big Ten with USC and UCLA. It, it's a, it would have been a nice little connector, I think, in some ways, because you only have Nebraska kind of in the borderline central Pacific times. And you know me, I'm not good at geography, but I, they just had a map up on TV. Um, but I'd still be very – I'm still overly fired up about the SEC. Now – I want to hear if any of this has changed your perception about the future in the SEC 405-651-3439. That's Air Comfort Solutions text line. I don't want to get your take on it when we come back. A uh, lot of good stuff already rolling in. We haven't even touched on the NBA yet. We haven't even touched on it. Uh, and, and I saw someone, I think the 1012 Network retweeted a tweet into my timeline that's got me triggered right now involving softball and length of games. When a TV person tweets about, you need to do this to fat to speed the game up, and I'm like, your three-minute commercial breaks in softball, your six minutes in inning add almost an hour to the game. So I don't think that it has anything to do with what's going on on the field. I think it has everything to do with what's going on in the commercial breaks. You do a minute 30 between breaks, boom, that game's over in a heartbeat. A minute, it's over. But I'm, so I'm triggered by that. I'm trying to keep that calm for today. And it's a 4th of July weekend. So it's number one on my depth chart. It's a quick break. We'll talk OU's future next. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show. So what do you think, Josh? Welcome welcome to the Big Ten or welcome to the SEC still, in your opinion? I think the SEC's probably a little bit better fit. I don't think you could have gone wrong really either way, but – Culturally, I, I think I agree with you. Oklahoma, the way that the way that folks here are rabid about football is a little bit more in lockstep with the SEC. And that's not to disrespect the Iowas or Penn States or Michigans or Ohio States of the world. I just think it is a little bit different around here in Norman, Oklahoma. It's a little bit more akin to your Alabamas, Georgias, Floridas, Tennessees 
Auburns of the world. I mean, college football's everything here. Yeah. I don't know that you can say that across the board in the Big Ten. It would have been it would have been great either way. And that's why again the USC UCLA like surface level okay it's shocking that these two are leaving the Pac-12 because we've known them in the Pac-12 they're West Coast stalwarts the Rose Bowl this has been a death blow potentially to the Rose Bowl game so like all of that surface level it's shocking right but when you just think about where this is headed and what we talked about um, you know, several months ago with the Navigate projections of what payouts are going to look like, there's two conferences, the Big Ten and the SEC. It's dog-eat-dog world right now in college sports. And USC and UCLA, they don't want to be left out. And guess what? Clemson, Florida State, all these other schools, Miami, Notre Dame, I, I think their independence is soon to be dead. Oh, Brady Quinn said something about that on 24-7 sports yesterday that that we'll we'll get to a little bit later on. It doesn't change anything for me. I'm not going to lie. There's not a part of me that has any FOMO about the Big Ten now based on what the future of the SEC looks like. I, I, I had a couple people that text like, oh, man, don't you wish that, oh, you would have waited? And mostly they're people with Big Ten affiliations. And I was like, no, no, I, I I love the idea of the SEC and OU. I love it. It's awesome. So, yeah, there was no – there was no thought in my mind when this happened yesterday of, oh, man, oh, you just would have waited. It, I know, I – and it was – it's exciting, I think. Though, Kenny Mossman – I love Kenny. Um, put out an interesting poll that caught my attention last night. Okay, I'm going to get off getting triggered by that tweet from Holly Rowe. There, by the way, there is a pitch clock in softball. You got like 10 seconds to throw the ball. Go. Stop throwing – research a little bit. People in the comments, yeah, you're right. No, that's not the problem. Three-minute TV commercial breaks and letting umpires meander about in these meetings to last forever in the circle. That's the problem. Anyway, okay, I'm off it. I'm done. I'm staying on I'm staying on point. I'm I, did, I didn't realize we had any sort of a problem with I, the length of soccer. I, I know. I, I completely understand it. Just got to fit in a two-hour window. Then cut down your commercial breaks. Players are literally sitting in the dugout waiting to take the field for a minute. All right. What what um, incredible programming do they have to get back to? Uh, anyway, um, Kenny threw this tweet out last night and said, with the changes in conference realignment, how are you feeling about college sports? And he gave three options, more excited, less excited, no change. Now, I will not lie. I was, I was in kind of the smaller group in this of, of no change. But, I mean, this was like a dead heat, Josh. 37% more excited – Forty uh, percent less excited. If you're, if you're a fan of one of these schools that's not probably going to be in the Big Ten and SEC, you're going to be less excited. That's it's been damaging in, in that regard. It has, and you know Fair. that's a great point. It's a it, great point. It's you, you asked how are. Iowa fans kind of handling this or reacting to it. 
honestly, a lot of the feedback has not been positive. Really? Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if that's just the initial shock factor of it, but I don't think a lot of casual and maybe longtime fans sure. shouldn't even describe them as casual fans. I don't think that they like the fact that tradition is getting sort of tossed by the wayside here. They don't understand or care about the dollars and cents side of this. They don't care about the business side of this and the fact that this basically secures the Big Ten's future for years to come and secures Northwestern and Rutgers and Iowa and Wisconsin and Purdue's and Illinois and Indiana's futures for years to come. Your wallets are lined for years to come. You will never worry about the health of your other sports. You can support those, whereas other schools and universities, they might have to give up some of those Olympic sports. They might not be able to support them in the future. They don't, you know, they don't care about that. USC and UCLA, they don't fit in the Big Ten. They're not like us. They're not one of us. They're not part of this part of the country. They don't share our ideals and cultural values. But those kinds of things, while Kevin Warren and, you know, whoever else, Clive Kopp and Phillips can sit up there in front of cameras and microphones and talk about this isn't good for the health of college athletics. It's all lip service. We, we saw yesterday that clearly the Alliance and all of that, they were just ticked off they didn't get OU in Texas. Exactly. It's just that's the, the two funniest things in all of this. The, the two kind of, huh, <laughs> it's kind of funny, is number one, the perception that Lincoln Riley was running from the SEC when he went to a perceived easier path in the Pac-12 and literally in year three as a head coach, he's probably going to have road trips to Columbus and 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 after that Ann Arbor. He's got to play Michigan and and Ohio State. And he might have Notre and, Dame in the league. And, no, we and don't even Penn know. State. I mean, it's just it's hilarious. Number one. So that's that was funny. Number one. Funny number two was in that moment where you realize. I'm trying to think of a way to put this because it's a big trigger moment for me in life. And I try I try not to be political. I try not to be preachy. I try never to be someone who's going to put my belief system on you or or come across hopefully as pompous, arrogant, and talking down to you. I hope this show is a three-hour conversation between two dudes. That includes whomever wants to call in at the Riverwind Casino line at 405-329-9000, whoever wants to text, whatever guests. I hope it's a three-hour hang. I hope it's never I'm talking down to you. Now, I'm going to get fired up. I'm going to yell and scream. That's me. That's not a, an act. That's everyday life. But I hate in life people who stand on a bully pulpit and – tell you how things should be and how wrong someone is and how 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 terrible what you're doing are is or whatever and yet they're doing the exact same thing it's this magical word that i love in life but i despise the action and it's called hypocrisy and i hate hypocrites 
But I came on here all day, Josh, and I rallied against unhealthy eating and eating the right way. And then literally I can't wait to go buy a bag of burgers from Brahms and pound that bad boy on the drive home. Then I'm a hypocrite. If I sit here, speaking of my vices, and I rally against caffeine, and I tell you how terrible those of you who drink coffee are, oh, they're just terrible people, and I'm slamming my two cups of coffee as fast as I can brew them, I'm a hypocrite. When those three conference commissioners, Kevin Warren, what's-his-name at the ACC, and the genius George Clivecoff, you got the, Bob Bowlesby, the, the, the genius... George Clive coffee. Oh, Jim Phillips. Jim Phillips, thank you, from the ACC. When they got on that Zoom and they talked about doing, this is what's right for, we have to stay together. This is wrong what's happening. It's not good for college. And literally, literally, less than a year since the formation of the alliance, two teams left from one of those conferences to go to the other? They poached them. That was, I just, I sat there and I, I'm sitting at his, it finally, kind of, I tweeted it. I think you texted it and then I tweeted, I think you tweeted it right after. Or you tweeted first and I tweeted right after. I'm not trying to say, I had it first. Josh. No, you, you and I were thinking the exact same thing. And, and, I, and we weren't alone. There were a lot of people making and fun And I just of laughed and laughed and I couldn't stop laughing about it. What? And the arrogance of the way that they talked about the, how wrong it was what really OU Kevin Texas Warren. did. Yeah. How they just taught and just, they belittled OU and Texas. And then lo and behold, the same thing is happening within the three of them. Good. Good. That's good. I mean, do you think that, that really do you think that Clive Kopp and Phillips felt like they could trust Warren and the Big Ten? <laughs> if they did, they were wrong. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I keep waiting. I almost choked. I was so cracked up. Uh, I keep waiting for this moment where uh, Phillips and Clive Kov come out and say, well, you know, we kind of expected this when the alliance came together. <laughs> they better not. Oh, my gosh, people. All right, let's get your takes on it next. Hit that Air Comfort Solutions text line. What What does uh, Bob from Cement always say now? That gets us both tra- sports, sports text, text 1400. 1400. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty we'll, funny. We'll live that life coming up next. What a day. Uh, we're efforting a couple of guests. I want to get your takes on now the the future. And I, I mean, listen, we've got a buttload. We're just like texting like crazy after this all breaks yesterday. I thought, listen, I'm not here to hurt my elbow, patting ourselves on the back, but from – you know, Parker and Steelman to Parker and Tyler. I thought we had fun coverage all day long yesterday of this, and it will continue today right here on The Ref. <laughs> Do you know what would be the ultimate swerve? I was thinking about this during the break. I went to ask Tyler about it, but we were too busy gossiping. The ultimate swerve would be Ohio State and Michigan being like, what? We're doing what? We're Wait. We don't want to be a part of USC and UCLA joining this conference. We're out. We're going to the SEC. That'd it's, be great. I mean, listen, it's not. I'm just, I'm kind of sitting here, everyone, because I, I feel like the most asked question is going back to Turk 182, one of my all time favorite movies. Who knew? Who knew? And I would have to think, now listen, I'm in all reality, you're not making a move like this. If you're the Big Ten without the thumbs up from Michigan and Ohio State, 
the bat signal has been sent out to the general Bobby Carpenter. We'll see if I think he's got. I think he's on Pat McAfee's show today. It was a unanimous vote. Yes, was it? Right, yeah, no, 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 no. It, and every vote's going to be unanimous, right? The the SEC adding Texas. Uh, whenever Texas A and M had cried so much about it, still ended up being unanimous, right? Every vote is going to be unanimous. But oh, it's just the most asked question is who knew? Do you think Lincoln knew? First of all, I don't care. I think Lincoln knew about the SEC. When that I, I, th- this becomes, and it was a big talking point for you know non OU shows. Oh, he didn't know, and he found out late, and that's why he left. Okay. Great. <laughs> Welcome to the Big Ten. But they knew. They knew. Joe C's not going to make a move like this. It, and it might not have been from the start. Uh, Joe, you can text me. Let me know if I'm off base here. It might have not have been from the first meeting ever where you pick up the phone and you call your football coach and say, hey, we're talking about this. It might have been well into the process. But nobody in, in the circle of trust was blindsided by Oklahoma's move. I wonder how many people were blindsided at USC and UCLA or blindsided in the Big Ten based on you know what you see. It appears as if most people are on board. Outside of what appears to be some angry Hawkeye fans. and Just Big Ten fans, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to make. I mean, there, there's a, a lot. There's a lot of unknown. I, what's the what's their bracketing going to look like? What's their scheduling going to look like? Divisions. I mean, I still okay. I just thought of something else that has absolutely cracked me up through all of this. And, and, and true sooner, hang in there. I'm going to get right to you. And yes, I asked for text, and you guys have done blowed it up. And we'll get to it here in a second. But I'm cracking up at the. Uh, the NCAA's announcement to remove divisions, remember? Because where had the division question been the loudest? In the Big Ten, right? Because Ohio State and Michigan are in the same division, and they end up playing at Penn State, and they end up playing in some kind of form, right? Those three teams play each other over the final stretch of the season, and usually the two best teams don't play in the Big Ten championship game. But in the Pac-12, where you've had, why am I yelling like this, the two best teams play, even with divisions in their Pac-12 football championship game, literally every year but three, who's the first conference as it comes out and says, we're eliminating divisions? The Pac-12. Say, oh, look at us. Look at us. We're progressive. Meanwhile, the you know who's going to get blamed? The same person that get blamed that gets blamed in every walk of life. The dude that you took over for. You do a bad job at your at your job. Who's fault? Wow. Yeah, I'm sorry, boss, but you know Ken when he left didn't have this organized like that, and you know I I just I've been having to dig out from under what he did. Now in the case of Larry Scott, it might be a fair thing. But, boy, we elevated George Klivkoff to this elite category a little bit too quickly. I wonder, if this, I wonder, too, if you're the Big 12 and you see who you hire, you're like, maybe it might be okay to have a guy that has a little bit of administrative, administrative work in college in his background. Right, or at least a secondary point man that has a ton of experience in that regard. 
And, oh, by the way, that contract for Brett Yormark is effective on August 1st, is my understanding. Right. You better get his butt in a chair before August 1st. Yeah, no kidding. No this kidding. Is not, this is not we have a puppet head commissioner for one month here. You better get that thing amended and get him ready to roll now. Now. You got to go. Uh, Dennis Dodd just had a tweet a moment ago. Or, or someone tweeted, uh, and I even took a screenshot of it because I thought this had to be fake. And then I went and I looked in the story and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This isn't fake. Um, in the Dennis Dodd story, he writes, for now, there is no interest from the Big 12 to take any Pac-12 schools. When a chance presented itself Thursday to the Big 12 Board of Directors to discuss these developments, one high-ranking Big 12 official said, why? It's like, have you been around? Have you seen anything that's happened in the last 12 years in college sports? Maybe, maybe Bob Bowlesby wasn't the problem with the Big 12 people. Yeah, it might be these if, chancellors and presidents. If, if, if you're sitting at a table with... 12, and, and again, I don't know if President Hare is, and I don't even know who the Texas I don't think they're still a part of those Why would we add? We just got BYU in Houston, <laughs> Cincinnati, and UCL. Why would we try to add maybe? Because I, I, I tell you right now, if I'm the Big 12. They should try to get to 20. I'd go get Arizona. Go get Arizona State. Gosh, could you imagine Arnie having to flip his hate for the Big 12 and then suddenly like, yeah, you know, here we go. Um, Oregon, Washington. I, I mean, get up to 16 at least, I'm sure. I don't know if Oregon would pound the table for Oregon State. All right. Well, I would try and get Memphis. I, I would get all the way up to 20 and have a West Division and an East Division. I got an OSU angle to this, and I want to hit at the top of the hour. Re- remind. I wrote it down here. OSU angle, 10 a.m. True Sooner. What's going on, True Sooner? Welcome to the show. How are you? How's it going? Good, man. Hey, Good. Uh, you feeling better? I feel a lot better. Good. Yeah, I feel a lot better. Thanks for asking. I uh, I wonder what this does to the sacred cow, the old Nelly, the granddaddy of them all. Exactly. What does it do? It's dead is it's, what it does. I mean, it does. Did I you mean, check with the Rose Bowl and make sure their 8,000 sideline <laughs> passes are going to be okay for their Rose Bowl game now? Right. Well, now we don't I mean, have to worry about you. them for the college football playoff expansion. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> not even involved anymore. Crazy. That's crazy. You know, I, I got up yesterday, you know, and I thought, man, I'm, I'm just not going to listen to a lot of sports today because I listen to it. Cause I'm addicted to sports radio, and I'm not going to listen to it. And, you know, here, you know, noon, I take a two-hour break from listening to it after your show. I stop listening, and, and, I, and then all of a sudden, yeah, and then all of a sudden, that I'm way like, you could spend those two hours I, reflecting on all the, the wise <laughs> things that you took. Huh? Yeah, and I, I felt like that I had missed four weeks of, of, of I've been on vacation for four weeks or something by not knowing. Right then, right, you know, what happened at noon or whatever it was yesterday, you know? Uh, it was crazy. But, but, but I was going to say that, can you imagine, I know you guys may have talked about this, but can you imagine being in Lincoln Riley's office yesterday? I mean, and him saying, of course, now, who knows? I'm sure he's known for a while, but, you know, he's going to have to take this finesse offense. He's going to take it to Lincoln, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Penn State. We saw that. Michigan, Columbus. I mean, in the middle of winter? <laughs> With a bunch of I mean, California kids. With a bunch of California kids that don't want to be in the snow. I mean, if he thought it was cold down here, I mean, what's it going to be like? I, I don't know. I just I, – I, I wonder. It is – to be a fly on the wall back when those talks were going on a year ago or whatever it was with OU leaving, 
I, I just wonder when when he started talking to USC if he didn't say, okay, now I am going to, you know, you guys aren't bolting for any conference, right? I mean, you're going to stay in the, <laughs> you're going to stay in the Pac-12, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we're staying. We're Don't, good. We're good. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine seeing USC. I, I just can't see USC playing in two feet of snow in in Wisconsin. No, well, I didn't even mention Wisconsin. How about how about yeah. USC playing Northwestern or Rutgers? I mean, it's just Maryland. <laughs> it's so weird. But look, that's where we're at. I yeah. want. I wonder if. Okay, hear me out on this. I wonder if there is also a caveat to this, where those. Well, I mean, you don't, you don't have any place it's not a bad weather situation in the Big Ten. Because I was saying maybe part of this is that they would backload the schedule for UCLA and USC to play more home games in uh, uh, October, November. But Oh, I mean, those other Big Ten schools would throw an absolute exactly. fit. They're and, not going to let them do and that. And there's nowhere no. you can go that's not problematic weather-wise in the Big Ten during that stretch. Well, you I know, mean, here this is not a USC show, but – I mean, there's so many different directions we can take all of this. And if I'm turning it into a USC show, do you change your recruiting approach now a little bit if you're Lincoln Riley? You you had this whole plan to rule the roost in California. They'll still probably more or less do that. But now don't you have to kind of recruit some Ohio kids and some some northern kids that, again, are used to playing in that? Well, you might have to recruit a fullback, right? <laughs> I mean, fair point. I mean, I mean, you know, or tied in. I mean, you know, you might have to use those guys for a change. But it's just amazing to me. But I, I, I just, you know, thing about it is, is guys, listen to this. He's gonna. Ha- I mean, half of their games potentially. I mean, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna tell your, yeah, you're you're gonna tell your recruits. Yeah, we got we we got six home games at USC, and three of them are against you know, non-factor schools. You know, but the other six are gonna be over there. Gosh, that's you know, a great question. Great point. Yeah, we'll see you guys. I'll see you, true. I hadn't even thought of that, Josh. I hadn't even thought of that. Huh. <laughs> There's so many funny angles to this, and I love every single one of them. And, you know, I mean, who's next, right? I mean, that's the other okay. big question. I, I've got to hit these. You guys have been fantastic on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. But when we come back, I'll rifle through some of those. Uh, but right after the top of the hour, I want to hit – I've got an OSU angle on this, and I'm curious to get your take on right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back into the show. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Can, can, can Brian wait till after the top so I can give plenty of time? Wait, wait five minutes, Brian, because I, I'm rushed. I only have three minutes in this segment. We'll get USC Brian right after – the uh, top of the hour here on the Plank Show. Air Comfort Solutions text line, though, I owe you here in hour one. As you can tell, as I race to try to turn my sponsor sheet. Brought to you by Van Hoos Fence, 405-735-1167. Their perfection is your protection. Get your fa- fence in shape before summer heat really gets kicking back in. Uh, from the 580, Chris, the SEC is the gold standard of conference affiliation, primarily because of its relationship with ESPN. Exposure, money, culture, all more like the SEC. We're getting ready to get into an exciting time of football. I don't think the Big Ten will be as exciting. From Michigan Sooner. I live in Big Ten country, and all my Big Ten fans are not happy about this move. Mm-hmm. They don't like how it will potentially disrupt traditional game slash rivalries that's from michigan sooner and that's kind of what you're getting to right yes yeah they, i mean they're not excited about it at all um it, here, 
I, that's a really, really good point from the 405. I just don't have time to 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 dig into it all. But whenever someone texts and said, hey, the Big Ten is only looking at AAU institutions, uh, that that's not true. That's not true. In fact, Nebraska is not AAU. Any- I know they were when they went there, right. but they're, they're not anymore. Um, Jim in Arlington. Watch the Pac-12 have to scramble and settle for Baltic Avenue and Mediterranean Avenue for the cheaper college football properties like a San Diego State or Fresno State just to try to fill in the holes much like the Big 12 had to. Easy now. If you build up those hotels out there at San Diego State, you can still make some money. And they've got a brand new stadium. San Diego State does its on campus. But that is a great Monopoly reference, Jim. That's a great Monopoly Indeed, reference. that was good. And for the 405, do you think USC and UCLA heading to the Big Ten in 2024? Do you expect OU and Texas to leave the Big 12 early and join the SEC before 2025? Well, I don't, I don't know if this has any effect on Oklahoma's exit being expedited, but I do know that USC and UCLA are joining in 24. I know I could I could give you that for certain that that is happening. So does that mean that suddenly the SEC says, "All right, let's go ahead and make this move now." Here we'll we'll make sure that this buyout is negotiated down. I don't know. I don't think so. No exit fees either for USC or UCLA. That's not too bad. I know, right? Maybe they'll just continue to wait until they get to the uh, end of the season, twenty twenty five, before they they make that move. All right, quick break. USC Bryant is next.